before I left to come to Dubai and I was doing um, just media ministries in the church, right? And I didn't, I was just doing it because I thought, you know what, you know, my pastor is pretty dope and people need to hear it. <clears throat> um, I'm just going to put it online. But then as I was filming and recording and editing and so forth, um, I had people come up to me, ask me like, hey, when is this going to be done? Because I'd really like to send it to other people and so forth. When I saw how passionate they were about getting it out, it made me more, it, it made me take it more, more seriously. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Candid Christian Conversations. Today will be part one of a two-part series talking about ministry, the ups, the downs, and some of the crazy interesting stories that we've experienced in our journey with Christ. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the C3 Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about experiences in ministry. So basically, how has God provided for us in our various ministries with some crazy fun stories that we've had in ministry, or even some like unique ministries that we've been a part of. All right, so let's just get into it. I'm gonna ask Kayla, can you please pray for us? Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity to talk together as friends and um, as brothers and sisters in Christ. We ask that you be in the midst of our conversation and be pleased by it and help us to learn something and to enjoy the time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So one ministry I was a part of, and I wouldn't say it was so unique, but I think that when it comes to ministry, I always look at it like this, we should meet a need. You know, like we look at the life of Jesus and he was, uh, he spent more time outside of four walls than inside of four mm -hmm. walls. Um, and I always look at it like, you know, it, um, every ministry should be more of an outreach, um, meeting people where they are and providing a need for people. Um, so one of the things I was part of in um, New York and Harlem was uh, crocheting and knitting uh, scarves and hats and gloves and then giving them to people who are in need. Of course, you know, Unlike where we are now in the UAE, we never see homeless people. Um, but in New York, in Harlem, there are many of them. And um, even people who are not homeless, it does get cold. So it was an opportunity for um, people to use their talents. But also, we were able to get together with the senior citizens in the church who liked crochet and stuff like that, and also provide something for people. So that was one unique ministry. That's awesome. I, um, yeah, I, I like the, the, the point that you brought out that it needs to be uh, or it can be something that is helpful, something that meets a need. And also, it's not like cookie cutter. So when you said like knitting, I'm just like, oh, yeah, people like to knit. So that could be something. Too. So um, I and also what you could call ministry doesn't also doesn't have to be part of a church. It can be like a, a personal ministry. But this one was a part of the church. So I did some coaching for like uh, like some under eight year olds, uh, a basketball coach for a while. So that was a particular ministry just to get young people um, inside and doing something productive and learning a new skill. So that was one of my unique ministries that I was a part of um, that didn't necessarily have to be within the confines of church, but then also I was able to serve a purpose and meet the needs of the youth. So something, um, something that you said, Alicia, um, that it should be 
the ministry should be outreach oriented. And so I see that in, in the ministry that you did with uh, crocheting and knitting. So you do both crocheting and knitting? No, I only crochet. I would like to knit, but yeah, no. Um, but then Abby, with your coaching, you're, you're dealing with the, the youth in the community, bringing them in, that sort of thing. Um, so my question is, is there a difference between ministry and community service? If there is, what is the difference? If not, why not? I would say that there's not um, because... I, I some, okay, so with ministry, sometimes you have to be influenced, encouraged, begged, whatever, within church. That's what I found. Have you ever been in a church where it's just like, we need you to join ministry, we need you to join ministry? And the ministry is to do the community service. It is to do the outreach. It is to do the evangelism. They just need people. Community service typically happens around holiday times where you feel like, you know, being a little bit nicer to people. You want to go do some soup kitchens. You want to go donate some stuff or give away some toys. But I think that in general, the, uh, the, the, the objective is the same. It's just different entities that facilitate those opportunities. Yeah, I, I agree. And I like that question, Kayla. Um, I think that when we, the ministry is like the work of God, like it's the work that we do and we can minister to people. So community outreach is, is a ministry right? That's an umbrella for ministry. And so again, as Abby said, like everything, there are many things that can fall under that umbrella. Um, I think it's also with the intent of ministering to people um, and ultimately bringing the gospel to them. And oftentimes, you know, we've heard many times like the best sermon uh, that, so, or maybe even the only sermon that some people may hear is the way you treat them is, is seeing your life. And so that can just showing people kindness, uh, like I said, meeting their needs can be a, a, a great way to minister to people um, and bring them closer to God. Yeah, I, I, I feel like sometimes there is this artificial division between ministry and community service um, because like you said, ministry we, we see as the work of God, community service may or may not have the God element in it. But when we're, when we're talking about church activity, um, everything that we do should be, should be geared towards um, that element of restoring God's image in humanity for both people that are attending the church regularly and people in the community that the church is found in. So um, I think that's, that's really great that when when uh ministries or when programs within the church are able to see beyond um the four walls of the church like you mentioned it's not just jesus wasn't just inside um those who were always looking for him and he was going out and and meeting needs where where he saw them what are your thoughts mr eddie um they kind of mix up two kind of like a blend because just like Kayla said, uh, in the church, you you already go out with the mindset of meeting people's needs. You know, you already have that that church element or that spiritual element. Um, and I think that it all, it matters like 
the heart that you're doing it with. Uh, so maybe just because I, me personally, I might be in a group, quote unquote, doing missionary work or ministry, a certain type of ministry, but because my heart really isn't in it, maybe I'm not ministering, even though I'm in a group that is doing a certain type of work. Uh, obviously, we know that God can be used. I mean, God can use us in so many different ways. Um, where he can take that experience and use it later on and so forth. I'm just talking about the time of, or and it depends on the person. So I would say yes and no, because you see some groups that go out and do ministry and they're way effective. They're, they're so effective in what they do. And you see some other churches where, hey, we did the same ministry, it didn't work. Um, and so I do think that element of the spirit and the heart, which you're, you know, with, with which someone is doing or a group of people are doing it with does matter because I mean, if you're a church and you're just doing this or you're in a Christian setting, church setting, you're doing this for other reasons, right? Um, it, it could, we, sometimes we may not, actually may not be a true ministry, right? Um, are you doing this totally selfless? All right. Um, are you doing this with the mind, with the correct mindset? And so, you know, it's, it's a blend of both. It's a blend of both. I mean, we could say we, we love giving too, right? Christ is called to give. But just because does God bless every single time we give something? So on, on to that point, Eddie, I remember somebody told me this. I didn't read it for myself, so I, I don't really I don't have anything to back it up. But yes, definitely, you know, we there there are individuals that think that as they do and as their works or they give that they're gonna receive internal blessing, which is not necessarily the case. But something that somebody told me which was interesting and forgive me since I didn't look it up or anything like that, but uh, interesting fact, they said the satanic church actually does way more community service and outreach than the Christian's church or anybody else, that they're out there doing good too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It says in scripture that, you know, we know how to good, give good gifts being sinners. So it's not all about the things that you do for other people, even if they're good, like the intent can still come from a different place. Uh, there's not many people that will turn down a hundred dollar bill from somebody who's a convicted felon. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So whether they know what the deal is or not, uh, giving is something that we have the ability and capability to do no matter what, you know, the influence is. There's a lot of philanth uh, philanthropists out mm -hmm. there that give for the tax break. You know, wow. there's a lot of people who do ministry for the blessing break, the potential blessing break. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's about also that, why are you taking this action? Is it from your heart or is it to see what kind of input output situation that you can, um, you can get? Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. Um, and going back to even, you know, doing it with the right spirit and being effectual, you know, effective in what, what, whatever ministry you're part of, you know, if you're doing it with the Holy Spirit, um, leading and guiding with the power of the Holy Spirit, I think that's what makes the, that ministry uh, most effective. So, you know. Along those lines, what is one ministry you guys have been a part of where you, I don't know which question to ask, um, where you felt that the Holy Spirit was leading in a powerful way um, or that you was a huge blessing to you, that you did receive a huge blessing 
from participating? I'll say one of the ministries, I've been a part of a ton of different ministries. And one of the things that I felt the most uh, committed to, I feel like I was blessed tremendously just by participating was actually the prayer line that I started at my former church uh, years and years ago now. But uh, we had a prayer line called Refill and we were going strong for about two years until I, I had some type of transition. I can't remember where it might have been my transition over here. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, we had it on Wednesdays and Sundays. Uh, it was an effort to kind of like get whoever wanted to come on and pray. Um, but yeah, it was just something that I could look forward to. I was super committed to it. So I was on every single call. There was a time when I was actually graduating from, uh, from grad school and I didn't have a facilitator. So I'm literally on the phone as I'm walking into my graduation and somebody calls in and I'm just like, hey, would you mind? would you mind taking over this call? I forgot my headphones at home and I'm, I'm walking into my graduation, like literally right now. And they were like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that somebody was here to get it done. So like, yeah, my, um, God really spoke to and threw me in that situation because I'm not necessarily much of a, a studier, if you will, but every single time that I either wanted to quit or I was feeling, you know, down, he sent somebody on the call, the call that was just like, I was just hoping somebody would be here or I really wanted prayer for this. Or, you know, we got, you know, testimonies after testimonies, people coming on, you know, just asking for God to, to move in certain situations. So for me to be able to see things literally transpire over a time period that the prayer request came out of my mouth, it was, uh, it's still like one of my favorite things that I've participated in. I'm actually looking forward to, to doing it again one day. Abby, you, you shared with me, sorry for, but we, if you feel comfortable, you shared with me an experience with that about someone who called in. I don't remember the exact story, but somebody who called in, was it during the, excuse me, during the graduation time? The, which one was that one? They were on the list. No, this was another Ah, one. I got you. I got you. Yeah, up on the list. Okay. So, um, yeah, obviously prayer is my thing as well. But so another prayer ministry was actually called, um, what is it called? Is it We Pray Live or something like that? I actually know the host. It's terrible that I can't remember. But actually, wait, where's the, I have the card. Let's Pray Live. Let's Pray Live. It's actually a really dope show. Um, shout out to Mario. Um, but yes, Let's Pray Live. I was one of the volunteers on there and I was just in the back in the call room, just answering phone calls, speaking to people. They gave us like a list of people that submitted their prayers beforehand. And so, you know, I'm going through the list and, you know, when the phone is not ringing, we're supposed to look at the list and pray for those individuals. So the show was actually ending, coming to a close and something prompted me to keep reading my list. So I just keep reading my list and lifting up those individuals in prayer. And then the phone rings on like the, the final time the show is actually completed phone rings again. So I pick up the phone. Hello. And this person's like, you know, blah, 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 talking about this stuff. And I was just like, well, you know what? It happened that the person that was on the phone call and the last prayer request I read was the same person. And I told that person, this, this, this lady, I said, well, you know what? God is good because you was going to get prayed for either way today. So now we have the opportunity to do it together. And that just blew my mind away. God has done that a, a couple of times to me to where he's just orchestrated things so perfectly and how it didn't make any sense. So I was truly blown away. Like I was probably emotional as well, but I was just like, how is it that this, I was just like, man, this sounds familiar. I looked down on my paper. I was like, 
with y'all the same person. That's awesome. So yeah, that was that was also a dope experience. I the closest one, most recent, probably is uh, before I left to come to Dubai, and I was doing um, just media ministries in the church, right? And I didn't. I was just doing it because I thought, you know what, you know, my pastor is pretty dope, and people need to hear it. <clears throat> um, I'm just gonna put it online. But then, as I was filming, recording, and editing, and so forth. Um, I had people come up to me, ask me like, hey, when is this gonna be done? Cause I'd really like to send it to other people and so forth. When I saw how passionate they were about getting it out, it made me more, it, it made me take it more, more seriously. Um, and so little things that at first I was like, oh, you know what, I'll just do this and that. I got really, it made me more technical. It made me really think out um, exactly what I was doing from uh, so many different angles that, Things start to get better and now it start to grow. And, uh, but before that, I took, to be honest, I had to go, almost go back to college where I was an incoming freshman and uh, we had this theatrical group. And I just wanted something to be a part of. My friend was doing it or they made an all call. So I went out there and I was part of this group and we used to travel around to different churches and basically put on plays. And uh, I remember one of the plays, uh, <laughs> I was actually doing Jesus, I was actually playing Jesus. And, you know, when you, when you see the people's faces and you see how people are blessed by certain, certain things that uh, we're doing, such as plays and so forth, there's an element that sticks with you. And I don't know how to explain that element that kind of like gets in you and it just sticks, right? But, to see how well received um, our ministry was and how much people wanted it, it made me, it made me start like think outside the box um, of what ministry could look like. And that's where it really got like, you know what? Um, ministry can really take different faces and shapes and size. I mean, it can really look different or maybe this generation coming up we can do ministry in so many different ways where um, you know, it'll just kind of revolutionize the, the old way of doing things. So, yeah. I think of uh, maybe the most recent um, was when I, I had been, I think I took my first ministry, uh, like missionary trip in 2000. 13 or something like that and uh international uh, missionary trip and so i was it was with the same organization i took one in 2018 and with uh maranatha volunteers international they're excellent so if anyone's looking for a missionary trip organization they do the planning and everything they are excellent um so we our our mission was usually just have one project that uh, a group either your church group or you can go as a single and i went as a church group before but this time it was just myself because i was living in uae um, and i just wanted to be part of something so i went as a single and then there were other people there as well and it was to do a to help build a dormitory 
on a campus for a church school. And um, that was our project for two weeks straight. And then of course they, they built in like a couple of days, like literally a couple, like two days of like free time to do an excursion or what have you. And so we had finished the dormitory. It was, and that was like an experience in and of itself. Um, and just having the opportunity to um, give of your time, your resources to people who may not have the same amount of resources and to uh, work together with God's people is, um, it just kind of like brings back, especially in the light of like everything that's going on today, it just kind of brings back your hope and your belief in humanity um, for, for, for the people who are, who are volunteering as well as for the people who are on the receiving end. But what was unique was, so we were finished. We were done, we did it. Yes, ceremony, everything. So we're like, okay, now it's excursion time. Now mind you, we're in Kenya. Okay, so I'm like, we're in Africa. Like, there's some stuff to see. So we're like, we're gonna go to the Giraffe Center. We're going to go to these national parks. We're going on our safaris and I'm all in, okay? National Geographic is like one of my favorites. So I was like, I am in National Geographic. So we did that, I'm super happy. And they're like, hey, the organizer was like, hey, you guys wanna stop at a school, a girl's school? And I was just like, Sure, we were all like, sure, yeah, let's stop at this girl's school. Literally, we were already packed to go to the airport. We were ready to go. We had all of our stuff. Some people had even already left, right? So we're done, done. And so we're like, let's just stop. Now, mind you, the school was like almost an hour, whatever, but it was, it was, it was a ways away. But we're like, yeah, let's go. <sighs> so the school was actually, um, a rescue center. So it was a school and most of the schools in that part of the country, well, in that country, I think they, there are a lot of boarding schools. Most of the schools are boarding. Most of the good schools are like boarding schools. So this was a mission, it was a rescue center and was also a boarding school and it rescued girls from FGM and childhood marriage. Wow. So we didn't, we, they just said a girl's school. We had no idea of any of this. So we get there and um, I think they were like, they, they, they knew we were coming. I don't know. Like they knew we were coming. They were ready. And they, they did, um, they showed us around the campus, which of course there was, there were a lot of need. They had started a water pump and that's one of the biggest needs in that area. Like they need water. Um, and, but the water pump was not working, the well wasn't working, um, and, you know, the, the girls were, like, living in, like, they would put their mattresses in the, in the classrooms to sleep, and then they would roll them up and put them in a storage place and then have school, mm -hmm. like, so there was a space issue, there were a lot of issues, like, so, but then the girls performed, like, they sang, and um, they shared their stories of FGM in, um, there were, I remember there were particular three girls who shared like their experience uh, through poem, through spoken word. And 
uh, it was it was soul touching. Of course, there was not one dry eye, men, women, old, young, who was there, part of our group. Uh, it was very touching. We were very shocked that like these things were still happening in 2018. Um, and but this school provided a way out for some girls and, it, and it, their waiting list was hundreds, like long, they're like so many people are still waiting. And uh, of course we're all like giving everything we can like that we had, cause again, we didn't expect any of this, right? Um, and so for me, it was just like, I thought I was going to be part of like, to help build a dorm, you know, and that was it but it had turned into, for me, uh, years uh, up until now, like just being in contact with the headmaster and, and the girls and providing, um, still supporting them and, uh, you know, just letting them know uh, that they're not forgotten, that people do care and, um, and just getting the word out about it. So for me, it was just like, you think that you're going in. It just showed me like ministry when you're willing, like we talked about this week, uh, when we surrender and we're opening ourselves up for, for God to use us to minister to people. Like we think we're going one way and we think we're there for one purpose, but God shows you that there's another purpose for you. Um, and so that was, that was a very big experience for me and eye opener for me that, you know, God's ways are definitely higher than our ways. You just have to be open and willing and he will provide you with what you need to, to, to do his work. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for Candid Christian Conversations podcast. Please feel free to like, share, and subscribe this information with anybody you feel would benefit. Also, feel free to reach out to us to suggest any future topics that we should discuss. Thank you once again for joining us. God bless.